Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Turtle is in for Mike. Mike is off today and enjoying his weekend, taking his lovely wife on a birthday trip. Turtle is here hanging out with me at Gas South Arena. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. We're glad to have you listening on a Friday. And, again, you can get Hey Man L up here at Gas South Arena, which is very, very cool. Sure can. We're going to talk more about that along the way. Uh, we got a full pack show, man, on a Friday. Um, Turtle, before we get into anything today, I, I got a little bit of a, a, an issue. Oh, well, not really. But I stopped in my local grocery store today. Are we opening up the couch at 204? Well, man, starting early today, well, Carl. I just, I just want to talk about race relations. Oh, my. What a, what a beautiful way to start <laughs> the right, show. I just, I just got to talk about this. So I, I was in the uh, local grocery store. I went in to just get a couple of things I'm in line. Listen, if you go to your local store, you know, like, the cashiers, the people that work there. You recognize them. You may not know them, but you know them, right? And they go, oh, hello, and you speak. So, uh, and then I was going through the checkout line where, you know, do you like to go through the physical line where people check you out, or do you like to go through the line where you check yourself out? I had such an issue at a Walmart one time during a self-checkout, I vowed to never do it again. No self-checkout? I will wait in the line for a person every single time. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. I always think self-checkout is faster, but it's actually slower. Because you, you're trying to scan the damn items. It just never scans and if you, you have want fruit it. or vegetables, forget it, Carl. <laughs> you got to look it up. You got to look up what it is. <laughs> and it, is it a Granny Smith apple or is it a Red Delicious apple? I don't know. You got to look it up. Yeah, listen, I'm not afraid to say it. I, I'll be like, uh, avocado, <laughs> yeah. typing it in, and then they ask you to wait. But I went through the uh, the self-checkout line, and, you know, I scan all my islands. Boop, boop, boop. I get my bags. I've only got, like, four bags. And the lady there, you know, they have, like, a, an attendant who's monitoring the entire situation, right? They just want to make sure that you're not stealing. And so she says, have a good day. She's watched me, you know, ring up all these things. Yeah. So I literally go, oh, good to see you. All right, I'll talk to you next time. And as soon as I walk out the door, what, what happened today? Oh, no. The alarm goes no. off. Loud, obnoxious alarm Ugh. at the door. And now I'm thinking, like, okay, so what do I do? I stop, I turn, and I look back at, like, the lady, the monitor that was there, all the other cashiers that are working, and everybody's looking at me. Everybody in lines look like, you just walked out of here. You're, you're a thief. You just stole something. And I'm like, it's not me. I, I, I didn't do anything. And so the lady goes, you're fine. Go ahead. So this alarm is going off. And this black lady comes in, and she's walking past me. She literally goes, I know you felt some kind of way, did you? <laughs> oh, no. And 
I just started laughing because I did. I was like, what did I do? Uh, I'm feeling and, and the funny thing is I, I paid for everything, and it was just one of those comments like in the moment just made me laugh. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. Or, or yellow or green, but it did, man. It, like, it have made, I experienced that, it, Carl? Not but, so much. Well, but it made that's that's why she said that to me. <laughs> it made you feel some kind of way. I'm like, what did I do? What did I? So, anyways, I uh, I end up leaving, and you know, it was no big deal. But I was like, I, I gotta share this because I know there are people who listen to us every day who have certainly shared that. That hadn't happened to me in a very long time, where I've walked out of a store and the alarm goes off, and you feel like I didn't steal anything. I didn't pick up anything extra. So uh, if that has happened to you guys, hit us up, 404-726-0929. Turtle and I have a lot to get to. Um, and we have a lot of options on the table when it comes to quarterback for our Falcons. And here's the deal. We don't know what the best move is. You may think you know what the best move is right now. We don't know what the best move is. And today, Day-Day is back in studio. Orrin is off. And Day-Day, appreciate you being with us today. Can I hear Terry Fontenot? Because he went on our buddy uh, Steve Weish's podcast, right? It was, and James Palmer. Okay, so this was yesterday. Terry Fontenot, general manager of our Falcons, talking about the quarterback situation. I want you to hear this. Yeah, we won't close any doors, Steve. You're right. That's the top priority for us this offseason, and it's exciting. Again, not only people that have been in the building, but people outside the building from Raheem and, and Zach, uh, TJ Yates, uh, Ken Zampezi, uh, DJ Williams. We have a lot of really smart people in the building. We're going to spend a lot of time to make sure we attack that the right way. We're not going to close any doors, be it uh, trades, free agency, the draft. We'll make sure we keep an open mind there, and we're going to attack it and make sure we get it right. All doors are open. Turtle... Here's my question with this. If you liked Justin Fields in 2021, when I liked him, when I was writing articles on this radio station and screaming to you guys, I think I just saw our next quarterback. If you liked him then and you didn't draft him, why are we talking about acquiring him now? I think I just saw a future quarterback. <laughs> um, here's why, Carl, because Atlanta has never lost love for the kid. And Atlanta – wants to bring him home that's what's up with justin fields right now out of all the quarterback options that are out there kirk cousins justin fields ryan Tannehill, mm. gardner Minshew, one of the guys in the draft no other quarterback that's available right now has stronger ties and has all the upside that a justin fields has but here's the problem carl what's the problem people are looking at this from a singular transaction perspective, and it is way bigger than that. It is way more complicated than that. Meaning, if you want Justin Fields here in Atlanta, you are going to have to, A, trade for him, multiple picks, probably two second-round picks. B, immediately lock him up to that fifth-year option. And then C, you're going to get him to an extension that starts with a two, and that is $200 million. It is more complicated than an Atlanta sports fan saying bring our guy home which I agree great storyline but you have to know what you're diving into with the Justin Fields pool can I hear Terry Fontenot talk about players evolving it's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 the game Chris is in for Mike today we're live at Gas South Arena uh day this is this is Fontenot again on Steve Weish's podcast uh, James Palmer's podca podcast as well, talking about can fields and players e evolve? Because this is the point. If you're going to do this, you have to know that he's going to come here and absolutely improve and be better. 
you, you do. You evaluate players at every point in their career. And that's why it's so critical as we go through free agency and, again, possible trades, we're evaluating every player. You're never going to look at a report from last year or the year before. We're going to look at the evolution of the players. And so, um, yes, to answer your question, your, your question, it is we have to be detailed and evaluate players in every phase. So, Total, everything you're saying is, is absolutely right. Um, I, I can't debate anything that you're talking about because that is the steps of this process that would have to play out. But let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Don't we pay players all the time on potential? Don't we in the NFL play pay players on, yes, they're accomplished, but I'm also paying you on what I believe you can do down the road. Listen, the Cowboys invested in the Dak Prescott a lot of people said he shouldn't have gotten the deal. I said he should at that time because, you know, I thought, well, listen, he had proven it. You don't want to start over. And this is tricky at the quarterback position when you found a guy. But the Cowboys haven't won, Jack. They've invested in Dak Prescott with the idea that we know you're good enough. We think you have every, everything that we need as far as the intangibles to get us over the top and, and hopefully win a Super Bowl. So we're willing to pay you the 40 the $45 million a season because that's where we are. He's not done anything. Justin Herbert has not done anything. They just paid him, and he's one of the highest-paid guys. Now, you're going to say he's better than Fields, and maybe you're right. But he still has not accomplished enough for you or I to say, man, he's worth this money. So what did the Chargers do? They paid him with the promise that he's going to deliver. And my point is, if you were to go get Justin, and and if Terry Fontenot is saying players can evolve, then isn't that what this is about? This is about him coming here and with us keeping our fingers crossed because he's a young guy with a lot of athleticism and a lot of upside, to your point. And we say we're paying him, if we have to, with the promise that he's going to be good enough to get us where we need to go. Let me ask you two questions. One, do the New York Giants regret paying Daniel Jones $40 million a year? I think so, but I have to see what they do this year. I think so. You take out of the equation what they were. This, this I think, was an aberration for the Giants this year, but I think so. After this next season, I'll be able to tell you definitively, definitively yes or no, because I think Daniel Jones is an average quarterback. But the system allowed him to be really good, and he had Saquon in the backfield, and we know how that went. They should have never even sniffed the playoffs. He may not have Saquon this year. So that's what I'm saying. I want to see what this season is. But your point is what about about Daniel Jones? And then B, do the Cardinals regret signing Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray is a franchise quarterback. I don't like the way he plays, but he's a franchise quarterback. And where, then back to the original premise, where does Justin Fields fit in that? Because he's going to get contracts Similar. similar to them. All right, guys, what do you think? 404-726-0929. Of course, this hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Go to mancavestore.com for all of your needs. All right, we got a lot to get to. Um, We're going to hear from Dane Brugler as well, one of the best draft guys in the business, talking about this and quarterback prospects. He even went back and looked at where he thought Justin Fields, if he was in this draft, where he might shape up. Is he better than Caleb Williams if he was in this draft? Is he better than Drake May? We're going to let you hear that coming up here. But when we come back, we got to get to some headlines next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Dukes and Bell. Turtle is in for Mike today. We're up here at Gas South Arena, 404-726-0929. Turtle, by the way, give them your Twitter address. Yeah, I'm at C. Thomas Radio for all of your complaints three to six months in advance. <laughs> and I'm at put them up, C. Dukes. Of course, this radio show, Dukes and Bell 929, and follow the radio station at 929 The Game. Coming up, we'll hit some headlines. Why was Jimmy G suspended and we are at the break. The NBA All-Star Weekend is here. We'll talk more about that. But right now, let's talk to our man, Bryant McFadden, who joins us three-time Super Bowl champion and, of course, CBS two-time. I, I gave you one extra ring there, B. Two-time Super it. Bowl champion. I, I feel you. And uh, CBS uh, NFL analyst. By the way, thank you for the, uh, the betting advice, my friend. Thank you so much. Man, listen, man, it, 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 it was a great playoff run, playoff stretch, man, joining you guys every Friday and, you know, just kind of giving some nuggets on what I thought potentially would happen. And if you guys listened last Friday and took Kansas City, you know, you're smiling from ear to ear right now. No doubt about it. I uh, will not press you until Mike gets back, but somebody's taking us to Sizzler. We're going to dinner, <laughs> yes, son. Yes, We're going sir, to dinner. No Hey, uh, so let's talk about what this game is and, and where the Chiefs are. This is a dynasty. We've been talking about it yep. all week. I think there's some people who may not want to you know, admit that the timing of this and how many uh, championships they have within a five-year period, this is officially a dynasty. My, the thing for me that's crazy, B, is I don't, they're not going anywhere. Like the, the, People think, like, okay, they won three. This is not a nice story. This is a young team. This is a team that has money to spend. They're not cap cap hell. They've got the best quarterback in the NFL. The Chiefs are not going anywhere, B. Uh, no question. I mean, my thing is this, guys. If Andy Reid was able to win a championship with this 2023 Kansas City Chiefs team, there's no stopping them. I would say this was probably the least talented team that we've seen under Andy Reid with Pat Mahomes as the starting quarterback. I would say this was the worst offense that we've seen 
while Pat Mahomes has been a starting quarterback there for that organization in Kansas City. But guess what? They were still able to win. And one would say the last two Super Bowls, we know they were the least talented team on the football field this past Sunday against San Francisco because San Francisco, I mean, from top to bottom, arguably the most talented roster in the National Football League a year ago. But if you go back to last year's Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57, Philly was a, uh, had a better team, more talent on the field, on either side of the football field, and Kansas City was able to win. So, yes, man, they're not going anywhere. And I would, I, I, it's hard for me to, to not believe, right, that they're not going to make some additions. You know, when you look at the offense, they kind of ro- rolled the, 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 the back of the defense. So one, I believe they're going to make some additions to make that offense more prolific, to be more more consistent, to continue to to, to try to hit that championship uh, aspiration. B Mac, how do you feel like Mike Tomlin would have handled that sideline scuffle between Travis <laughs> Kelsey and Andy Reid? <laughs> I don't think he would have been as calm and as cool as Andy Reid. It might have was a little, you know, a little that first step, like you get ready to go ahead and make a move, and then got to come back down to reality. Or I'm coaching the game. Um, but Andy Reid is Andy Reid, and I and, and hearing Travis Kelsey come out and admit, you know, that was overblown. He should have handled himself in a in a better way, in a more professional way. Just tells you the type of respect that he has for Andy Reid, and it also shows all of us how emotional the game can be on the sideline, especially when you're a top level competitor like Travis Kelsey, who wasn't involved in the first half. And let's keep it real: all of us who watched that ball game, we were thinking the same thing. Where's number 87 in the first half? Why isn't he involved? Because when he is involved, their offense is much better. No doubt about it. We're talking with Brian McFadden here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, as we talk about, you know, what would happen and what unfolded for the 49ers, I feel like the Steve Wilkes thing was a scapegoat move. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. My thing is this, guys, listeners. The San Francisco 49ers defense is what kept San Francisco in the ball game, right? The defense had nothing to do with Christian McCaffrey fumbling on the opening drive right in the red zone area. The defense had nothing to do with a punt return blocker allowing the football to hit his leg and then Ray Ray McLeod trying to recover it. And guess what? Kansas City recovered the football in prime scoring position. The defense held Kansas City offensively in check for you know, the majority of that ball game. So me personally, when you look at the defense, I, I, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I think they had three or four sacks, an uh, interception that gave San Francisco great field position. They didn't get anything out of it. And then you fired a man. And then think about this, the timing of Steve Wolf's getting fired is the worst time in the midst of the offseason because most jobs are already solidified. Right, most head coaching vacancies were already locked and sewed up, and these guys have already addressed the coordinator positions. So, if you Steve Steve Wolf, it's you you got fired at the the last game of the season, and the availability for you to go get another coordinator like job is not likely because everything else is taken. B Mac, do you feel like Brock Purdy did enough throughout the playoff run for him to guarantee Locke come back as their QB one next season? Yes. I, I think so. I mean, for him participating in the Super Bowl, played against Pat Mahomes, Kansas City, Brock Purdy played pretty good football, in my opinion, right? His offensive line gave up some bunnies to the pass rushers for Kansas City. There were a few times if he just had a second or two, guys were open for big splash-like plays. 
Brock Purdy did what he was supposed to do, in my opinion. I mean, I would like to, I would have liked to seen more separation from his pass catchers. You know, you can tell Debo Samuel wasn't himself. I don't know if he was dealing with that shoulder ailment or you know he went down early in the ball game with a knee uh, situation, but he didn't look to be him, him his usual talented self. And the same can be said for George Kittle. But I thought Brock Purdy played pretty good football. I mean, Brock Purdy the last two seasons he's gotten. San Francisco to an NFC championship game. We all remember what happened a year ago. They won the game this year, played for a Super Bowl. I see. I don't see an issue with Brock Purdy moving forward. I think he should be the guy moving forward. All right, so let's talk about some off-season stuff because we're about to get to the combine, B, and then obviously we'll be talking about free agency. It's Brian McFadden, guys, host of All Things Covered. His podcast is great. Make sure you check it out, CBS NFL analyst. As far as uh, this draft, we think two, maybe three quarterbacks are going to be taken at the top. We still got to find out a little bit more about them, but um, if you are the Falcons, are you trading up to go get one of these guys? Oh, that's a good question. That's a great question. I think it depends on what happens with one, two, and three, right? I believe, my personal opinion, I believe Chicago, they're going to keep the number one spot and take Caleb Williams. And the reason why I say that, guys, if you're Ryan Poles, right, the GM for Chicago, the Bears, if you draft Caleb Williams, he instantly resets your clock. You buy more time as a GM, Right. Instead of keeping Justin Fields and let's say, you know, you win six or seven ball games, you don't reach the level of expectations. Now your seat is kind of hot. But if you draft Caleb Williams, you buy yourself another three or four years max guaranteed because you have a new quarterback along with a new O.C. So I think they stay put with number one. They take Caleb Williams. Now it's all about what happens at two and three with Washington and New England. Both organizations, guys. They need quarterback help extremely bad, right? So I would think, barring the unthinkable happening, that they take quarterbacks at two and three. My second-best quarterback on the board, fellas, is Jaden Daniels. I I think Mm -hmm. Jaden Daniels is the second-best quarterback. I think he's better than Drake May. I know a lot of draft analysts, experts, they have Drake May number two. No, give me Jaden Daniels, who's shown the ability to lead a team and handle a full plate of food and be able to eat and digest it. He did that last year he was the best quarterback in college football last year so i think he's number two but if something happens and a guy like Jaden daniels is available outside of three if i'm atlanta i gotta go i gotta go now i'm not saying drake may is not a, a, a high level talent i'm just telling you who i have number two and who i have three and that could be the same scenario if drake may is still available outside of three if you Atlanta, you know, you go from eight to five or eight to four, depending on how it, how it pans out, you got to go get one of those guys. So that would be the scenario. The only scenario I got, I feel, guys, if either Jim or Drake May falls outside the top three, you got to try to see what it would cost to go up to go get one of those guys. So, B, if the Falcons can't do that, what, which of these options do you view as the better option for the team? Trade for Justin Fields and then sign him to a long-term contract extension or bring in a guy like Kirk Cousins on a short-term but much more expensive deal? Uh, if Kirk Cousins is healthy, i take Kirk Cousins. Um, I think Kirk Cousins is a better pure quarterback than Justin Fields right now. Now, higher upside clearly is Justin Fields because he's younger. But you talk about, you just said, a sh- short-term deal. Right, so you're not bringing Kirk Cousins in to be your quarterback for the next six years. You're pretty much bringing him in to have a two to three year window max. And with that being said, 
that's a good situation to be in, and you still have resources to go draft a younger guy in maybe rounds two or three. Or you can stay put with, with Ritter. You know what I mean? And just see can Ritter flourish to be a backup and then mature on and off the football field to take the keys whenever Kirk Cousins is out of the way. But I would prefer Kirk Cousins because film don't lie, guys. Before he went down with that Achilles injury, he was doing numbers without Justin Jefferson. Jordan Addison was his number one guy, and he was doing numbers with Jordan Addison, a rookie, by the way, right? So uh, K.J. Osborne, I mean, T.J. Hawkinson, these guys were flourishing with Kirk Cousins without Justin Jefferson. So that would be my answer because you talked about Justin Fields. If you get Justin Fields, he's pretty much almost the, at the end of his rookie deal. So now you got to be you're going to be questioned about picking up the fifth year option or if you're going to extend him. Now, my opinion guys watching him play, I don't think he's his play has warranted a nice healthy extension just yet. So now mm. it's like a one-year scenario because let's keep it real guys, he's kind of been up and down. His play hasn't warranted a healthy extension in 2 years of starting for Chicago. I don't think so. So the short short-term answer as you mentioned with a short-term deal, I will go Kirk, go Kirk Cousins. And let's see what we can do as a building block under Kirk Cousins within the franchise. So, uh, B, before we let you go, what's going on with the podcast? Where are you going? What are you headed? What What are you doing uh, now that the Super Bowl is done? Man, you know, man, you guys know football is a year-round thing, and I love it. I love it. I love it. We just got done with the Super Bowl. Now it's time to get ready for the, the draft. Now it's time to get ready for free agency. It's an ongoing process, and I love it so much. So with me, you know, Pat P, talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers, we just did our dra- uh, Super Bowl recap show, which was phenomenal. You know, talked about things that we saw, some things that we were concerned with. Now getting ready about with offseason moves. You talked about Justin Fields with the Falcons. Heck, now Pittsburgh is starting to throw their hand in that conversation. I don't know if it's a yeah. dirty or clean rumor, but Pittsburgh – seems to be a team that could be in the Justin Fields sweepstakes if he's available. So for us, it's an ongoing process of talking ball just like it is for you guys, and we enjoy it. Yeah. You know, for Fields, here's the other thing. I mean, if, in fact, he is traded, you know, it's imperative he goes to the right place, whether it's here or Pittsburgh, wherever he ends up. Because if he doesn't, you know, that's how careers end early, B, and you know this. I mean, we've seen it time and time again, um, and that's why, you know, looking at these situations, it's going to be interesting to see what he feels like might be the best place for him, uh, depending on where, you know, what, where these trades may end up. Brian McFadden, follow him, guys. Appreciate you. Have a great weekend, and uh, we're doing a big steak dinner soon, brother. Yes, sir. Just let me know when, and I'll be there. <laughs> I appreciate you. He uh, he put us on last week. He was like, look, follow my bets. All right. He's not a bookie or anything like that. But he was just like talking about the Super Bowl. So uh, I think we were all on the Chiefs, weren't we, for the most part? Yep. And the spread, when it came out, if you guys remember, was two and a half. And then it went to one and a half. Um, and then and, back up to two. And what did they win by? 25-22. Mm. So it was. What was the bet he was talking about? All right, coming up, we're going to hit some headlines. Why was he suspended for two games? Is it two? Yes. Two games. Should it have been more? We'll talk about it. And it's NBA All-Star Weekend, and our man Trey Young is going to be totally immersed in it. We'll get to that and much more coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ah, uh, this used to be the joint right here. Everybody was doing that. Harlem uh, Shake. Well, no. Everybody was doing the, the videos back then. All, all the teams were doing them. You don't remember that? Yeah, the Harlem Shake. Yes. I'm talking about the, I, I don't know what they were called at the time. I'm trying to remember now. Vines? I, yes. Because I think Miami is the one team I'm thinking about. That pre-tick, just, so pre-TikTok. Correct. Yeah, so correct. it would have been a Vine. Vine, that's yeah. right. And uh, in Miami, they did that in the locker room yeah. where they all had masks and stuff on and LeBron. And I think Birdman was in it with them at that time. Oh, it was fun, man. Happy Friday, everybody. This hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store for family, friends, and fun. Visit mancavestore.com. How much would it cost for you to someone to pay you to get a neck tattoo like that? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Uh, I saw Birdman out one night and, and, you know, seeing it on TV, like I hadn't seen him up close at that time. And then I saw him out one night and I was like, man, this dude, it, it was 
everywhere. Like there was he's not so a piece big. of skin that wasn't covered. Because he's so big, yeah. you don't realize how. Like because all you see walking at you is just tattoo. <laughs> That's all you see. <laughs> he's cool though, man. He was a good dude. Hey, coming up, we're going to talk uh, about what's going on around the National Football League and more on Justin Fields. Simply because, guys, this is one of our options. And Terry Fontenot was asked about it, and he was asking and answering questions. Um, Kevin Warren, who runs the Bears, he's the Bears president, was asked about Fields. So now you have executives and people who are the decision makers talking about this, and it could include us in a potential move. So that's why we're discussing it. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen. It certainly doesn't mean that it's our only option. But when you have people reacting the way they are around the NFL, including draft expert Dane Brugler, who we'll talk about as well, this is something Turtle and I have been uh, been discussing. Turtle in for Mike today. Mike's off. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game as we're live from Gas South Arena tonight. The Gladiators taking on Savannah Ghost Pirates here. You guys going to stick around? I'm looking at Jersey Mike, our engineer on site. Turtle, you guys going to stick around for a minute? I believe we're going to check out some action, have a brew it's or fun, two, and, and enjoy the game. You know, when these two teams get together, Carl, you throw away the record books. I mean, <laughs> really, it's an all time historic matchup. Yeah, man. Uh, it's a fun product. We talked about it, and you can get some Hey Man Ale while you're here because they have it now at Gas South Arena. Big shout-out to Gas South. Hey, Day-Day's in for Orn today. Day-Day, let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. Well, let's start with our Braves, shall we? It's another day, pitchers and catchers. Uh, you told me earlier, and I don't want to get into this now. Maybe we'll jump into it a little bit later. You were all, like, uh, all upset about this pitching staff. The season hadn't started yet. Turtle? Carl, I'm concerned. Because I don't think right now, as it stands, a combination of a Bryce Elder that completely flamed out in the second half of the season and a Chris Sale that hasn't been Chris Sale, and I'm doing air quotes right now, since 2018, if you go back and look at his stats. He was hurt, Carl. For a team that has World Series or bust aspirations, which are being put out by their players on day one of camp, you better have a stronger back end of the rotation than that. I'm concerned. All right, we got to talk about it. Let's hear from Brian Snicker, our manager. Speaking of World Series, I just I love the guys and and uh, how they come to camp. You know the the determination and and um, how driven they are and. And because I, I, I tell them every year, I don't have to worry about these guys. I mean, they're going to go out, they're going to do the work, they're going to compete. They love to compete, and, and um, I wouldn't expect anything less from them. I mean, it's a, you know what, these guys are, you know what, they, they know how to win. And they've been to the top of the mountain, and, and um, you know, they're driven to do so. Yeah, I mean, listen to Snit, will you? I mean, these guys, they, they know how to win. Well, what are you worried about? Eh, this offense is going to be explosive. We're going to score whoa, nine, whoa, whoa, ten whoa. runs a game. In the regular season, huh? Carl. What? Go back and look at the Philly? Fill me in. I don't remember that. Okay, here's what happened in the last show. Braves were really, really good, historically good in the regular season, made it to the playoffs, uh-huh. and Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, flamed out. Yeah, I remember Two that. years in a row. All right, but you know what? Last year's last year. This year, things are going to be different. Why are you talking about old? <laughs> Why are you talking about old stuff? Hey, it's Dukes and Bell. Let's hear from Rob Manford because uh, Mike and I were talking about this. I'm a little surprised he's stepping away because it's a pretty good gig. And to be the commissioner of baseball, yes, it's challenging, but I think Rob Manford has the game in a really good place right now. He says he's done as commissioner in five years. Look, I'm 65, okay? I just started a five-year term. Do that math, right? That makes me 70 years old. You can only have so much fun 
um, in one lifetime. Um, I have been open with them about the fact that this is going to be my last term. You know, I said it before to them before the election in July, and I'm absolutely committed to that. How long you want to work, man? How long you want to work? Uh, I want to work until I can live comfortably without working. Okay. That's my goal. If right. I get to that point in life, I'll feel like it's a success. So five more years for you then. And I got a hot take for you, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah. five more years. <laughs> hey, Carl, maybe I can afford a one-bedroom in five years instead of the studio I'm living in now. All right, here's a, here's a hot take All for right. you. I feel like, mm, let's say in 2045, we're going to look back at his tenure as commissioner much more fondly than we do right now. I agree with this. I think he's going to be looked at as a commissioner that, despite some bumps in the road, really made solid additions to the game to help modernize it. Yes, he bring, he brought the game forward. Uh, as a commissioner, that is your job. I know many of you dislike Roger Goodell, and Mike and I always talk about it because he represents the owners, but guess what? He's brought the game forward. If you're playing a game in Brazil, you're bringing the game forward. That was not even thought about 20 years ago. So I'm with you. That's that's a commissioner's job. And, and here's the other thing. The only problem I have with Rob Manfred um, as the Braves are at, at, at spring training, uh, the everyday players, a lot of those guys are already there, but they're supposed to report uh, early next week. I just think, you know, the, the, the way he handled the Astros situation, there's two sides of this. One is you don't get any cooperation if you don't allow those guys off the hook. But the other side of it is I felt like the entire organization, not just the manager and the general manager at the time, needed to be fired. You needed to punish the entire organization and the players involved. But it was a deal with the devil. It really was. And that was that's the only issue. If you ask me, the only thing I have with Rob Manford right now, that's the only issue. And calling the World Series trophy a piece of tin. Well, yeah, but <laughs> it's gotten it's gotten a lot better. <laughs> hey, while we're talking about what's going on around the NFL, I said to Brian McFadden, we just talked with him, and we were talking about Steve Wilkes being fired. Uh, Shanahan had this to say about the firing of his defensive coordinator. It just ended up not being the right fit. And, you know, it hurt for me to do this, but that's exactly why I had to. But it was just for, for his background and how it ended up with us, it was just it wasn't it was harder than it needed to be. And I felt it would improve us um, going a different direction. But just where we're going, where we're at with our team, um, from a scheme standpoint and things like that, looking through it all throughout the year through these last few days, felt pretty strongly that this was a decision that was best for our organization. What do you think? They gave up 19 points, I know. essentially. Two, two touchdowns. Come on. She scored two touchdowns. Kyle, listen, Kyle Shanahan has taken a lot of heat over the last couple of days. And I think, the, again, the more we take a step back from it, the more we're going to realize I think a lot of it has been deserved. He was sort of, Carl, let me see if you agree with me on this, pre-anointed. As a great head coach, before he deserved before it. he's won anything, yeah. and now that yeah. he's not having the hardware to back that up, it's becoming harder and harder to justify him being in the same status as an Andy Reid, as a Sean McVay, as a Pete Carroll. It's it's not equivalent right now, and I think now more than ever after this loss, people are starting to attribute that to him. I agree. Uh, at some point, he's got this. Got to get this monkey off his back. And we keep thinking he's going to continue to get the Super Bowls. This ain't easy, guys. 
Like they are built to win now, and they—that's uh, a very good football team, as you we know. They wouldn't be wouldn't not have been in the Super Bowl. That's why I asked B Mac about Purdy. But because man, are they going to make a move to bring in somebody? Like even if it's just for the the visuals of it to say that yeah, Purdy's good, but he he didn't get us to the promised land, even though it wasn't his fault. He played fine. But are they going to try to get maybe a Stafford in there to say that we're going to bring in somebody that we feel like is equivalent to where we are as an organization, team, as a team, which is. Super Bowl standard. Well, that's what the Rams did with Stafford. Right. I mean, they felt like Sean McVay felt like, hey, we're on a different level than where we believe Jared Goff can take us. And they went and got the guy, and then they won a Super Bowl. I, it's going to be interesting to see how the offseason plays out. Speaking of quarterbacks, Vegas quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo being suspended for two games for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing substance policy? What's this about? Yeah, so it looks like he was uh, maybe trying to get back on the injury trail a little bit sooner than his body wanted him to allow. So he basically got popped for two games. He's going to miss the two first games of the start of the season. And it is now being also reported that it is widely expected he's going to get cut. So the Raiders are going to be in a market for a new quarterback altogether unless they're going to give the mustachioed Aiden O'Connell going into his second year the helm, but I don't see them doing that. Yeah, listen, I liked Aiden O'Connell. I, I talked about this last year or this last season. You know, he showed some flashes, I think, in the preseason, and I, I, if they would have played the kid, maybe you would have a better feel, sound familiar, uh, on, on the situation. But – I'm with you. I don't think they they hand him the job. Garoppolo, if he is released before the fifth day of the new league year, which is March, mid-March, he's going to earn $11 million roster bonus. So that is why you cut him before that. By the way, a guy we talked about yesterday, there was some updated news on that. Geno Smith is going to be on the roster today, which is when he gets $12.5 million from the Seahawks. Wow. Yeah, I, and I still think the Seahawks move on from him. Speaking of that, I I, I don't think he's going to be There's there. There's going to be so many teams, Carl, that the Falcons are battling with for these quarterbacks. That's why I'm saying when people are flippantly thrown out there, yeah, it's going to take a second and a fifth-round pick to get Justin Fields. Mm, not so fast, my friend. I think it's going to be a little bit more expensive than that. Headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL Live Well. Don't just live, live well. Speaking of Justin Fields, when we come back, we're going to let you hear what Kevin Warren had to say here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.